You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we are in the second half of an Instagram live that I did uh, before heading out to Chicago. I think if this was so this would have been Friday night, depending on when when the actual podcast episodes come out, just so we know. So if you're listening to this, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, just know that um, anything that I'm talking about, that there may be a three or four day span where something may have happened in the news that I don't know about. Uh, so I'm going to go to, or does anybody in here have questions in the live stream? So hopefully people stuck around here for the second half of this live stream because we're, we're doing it big. That's what I'll, that's what I'll say. We're just, we're just doing it big. I'm looking on memes. I've loved memes. So <laughs> memes have been awesome. I need to do more of them. Um, if anybody has questions, please let me know. I can... Uh, get into anything that people have questions questions about. Something that I did think was pretty funny was there was a Steph Curry clip that came out the other day of him shooting from the half court from the logo and he made it four times in a row. I saw this video and I was like, this is why Steph Curry is a top. If if we're talking overall basketball, Steph Curry's got to be top five. Like, he, his ability to go viral is absolutely incredible. He, he has turned sort of into a LeBron James, and this is, I'm going to, hold on, let me try and make this analogy correct. So, he's turned into, it, this is, it's not going to make sense when I say it at first, but I'll explain it. He's turned into a LeBron James on the basketball court, meaning anything that LeBron James does, whether it's saying that he's having tacos for dinner or uh, listening to some music in the car or something, it goes viral. Steph Curry has been able to figure out how to do that on the court, uh, which, in my opinion, is one of the reasons why I think he is one of, one of the most influential and most important basketball players of this generation. Um, get, uh, Grail Chaser said, Is it time to buy baseball? I, I think so. I think I've seen some things, and I have a podcast actually coming out. It may or may not be out. It's about – so the MLB is starting a thing called the MLB Draft League. And essentially what it is, it's a 68-game season with five different teams. Apparently they're getting a sixth team in there, but it's 68 games. And it's going to be all – it's going to be the top players in the upcoming draft. Um, so – that's a, that's good. I like I like what they did there. I just I am nervous about the fact that maybe they're taking away from some of the other like local leagues, and that's kind of what I talked about on the podcast. And so I think if you are optimistic about baseball, and my biggest concern with baseball is their marketing strategy. I think if if in the next few, let's see, I think if in the next few years they can kind of turn things around and figure out how to market the players better uh it, it will help baseball there it'll help baseball it'll help baseball cards everything around the sport it'll help it very significantly you know i don't know if they're going to do that i think oh nice dunk they may but i mean we'll see 
Uh, how huge a spike do you think the soccer cards will have when the World Cup in 2020 plays? So I'll tell you something crazy. Something crazy is that I thought that the, the pricing that soccer cards were going to be at now was, when I first was buying soccer was what I thought the pricing would be once this first World Cup came around. I think now I'm looking at it and I'm comparing a player like Mbappe and his prices and when I was buying him when I was buying the base and the, the silver PSA 10s of his cards, I was comparing them to Luca's cards. And I was like, and this was over the last summer when Luca cards were like $70 and like 250 or 300 for a silver, or maybe 600 probably. I don't remember exactly what the price was. I think it was probably five, 600 for a silver PSA 10. And then it was like 80 to $90 for a base PSA 10. So I was buying those cards, comparing them to Luca. And now that I've seen what's happened over this past year with soccer, I think a more realistic comparison is going to be, I, th- I think a realistic comparison for Mbappe is going to be Giannis. Like I, like, I think I look at, I think maybe the silver doesn't get to that point. You know, I think that the silver with there being only, oh man, we got Steve, sports entrepreneur coming, 24 coming in. That's huge. What's up, Steve? How we doing? Steve runs our group chat, by the way. Uh, he's a he's a he's a big time in that. Hello. Oh, it's my wife. Steve's Steve's a big timer in that chat. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I thought that soccer prices were going to be at this point in 2022 when the first World Cup came around. I think. I think there's going to be a uh, a peak the 2026 World Cup in North America, I think that's where we'll see soccer be probably at the peak of where prices prices will be. But I think that's I think after that is where we won't see it as get as crazy. Obviously that means 2026 is 6 years away. So, you know, that that you have to have be optimistic about sports cards in general, which I am, obviously if you listen to this content if you're uh, if you follow on any of the social medias, I'm extremely optimistic. So that's why I think that 2026 is the aiming point for a lot of soccer you should be buying. Um, so that's where I see I see a little bit of a spike. Also, I think it's going to be interesting because the World Cup is going to be in December uh, for the first time ever. Um, and I have a sneaking feeling that the World Cup is not going to be in Qatar. Like, I feel like they're going to move it somewhere that isn't there because... Now this is this is maybe a conspiracy theory, maybe not. But like the uh, I was I I saw a tweet the other day. Now, granted, when when your sentence starts with "I saw a tweet," usually that means the the source hasn't been hasn't been vetted maybe as well as it should have been. But it was talking about the World Cup, and it was like the like a bunch of the higher ups at FIFA. Who, who they, they've had issues in the past with corruption and all that type of stuff, but a ton of the top officials at FIFA who were in charge, not in charge, but they were the ones that were picking this Qatar World Cup. I'm not, exactly, I'm not exactly sure of the process or how it's done, but a lot of the higher-ups that were in charge like are in jail or are like on trial. So, you know, take that, for, take that with a grain of salt. Like I said, I just saw one tweet, so... Um, I think there's a potential that we see the World Cup not in Qatar, but I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it probably will be, though. But it's going to be in December, too, so that's going to be strange because 
it's going to be like during Christmas time. So that's going to be kind of cool. I think that's, um, you know, the 2014 World Cup, I've talked about this in the past, was the summer that I turned 21. So the U.S., I mean, and I was at home for the summer watching all the games, like, at the bar. It was oh, so much fun. It was so awesome. Uh, and I, just, I I remember them playing Belgium, and it was like, I was, like, ner- I was like so nervous. It was so, so strange because, like, it wasn't like I had been a fan of soccer because I'd been playing FIFA, but, I, but it wasn't like, I don't know. And I guess maybe I'd follow them because of FIFA or whatever, but, you know, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, Tim's card collection says what's up bro great stream do you think jaws zion and jaw and others second year compete in demand with the rookie class from this year i think second year cards i've been thinking about this for the past couple days because i've seen i saw an instagram post i forget exactly who was talking about i I was listening to a podcast it might have been the card talk pod i don't remember which podcast it was but i listened to a podcast segment where people talked about second year cards and I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, I guess, but second year, like Lucas and second year cards have been something that I've been talking about it, I guess. I mean, not like, not, not super heavily, but like, it's something I've done a little bit of research on. Um, so let's just, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, so I've done research kind of on this topic and I think that second year cards are going to depend on the player. I think like LeBron and um, Luca and well maybe yeah LeBron I think Jordan obviously I think maybe Giannis these top five Curry potentially but I don't know I don't even know if Curry has second year 2010 cards I'm not sure who would have been making them because I know there was a weird period where both Panini and Tops weren't making basketball but. Um, with these second-year cards, I think it's an interesting opportunity, but I think that, you know, it's definitely not an opportunity for someone who doesn't believe in the hobby long-term um, because it's definitely a concept that's going to require a ton of more people to come in for there really to be significant gains in those types of cards, you know, because the rookie card is always going to be king, but I think that second-year card has potential um, it has potential just in the sense that like there's going to be people who come into this sports card game and they want to buy something that is just cheaper. Like they don't even really necessarily care if it's a rookie or not. They just want they want a Luca card and the Luca second years or whatever they're at. Which I think that's even a, kind of an extreme example because even those second year Lucas are pretty expensive. Um, but I think someone's going to look at. It's the same reason why I believe that eventually wide receivers and running backs will be uh, a much more popular in the NFL. Um, I look at, I think that there's people who obviously are fans of their teams and they're fans of their quarterback, but I think if you look at a team like the Chiefs, like, in my opinion, the there isn't much of a, a different, difference, I guess that's maybe the word I'm looking for, between... If I'm a Chiefs fan, do I like Mahomes or do I like Travis Kelsey or do I like Tyreek Hill more? You know, I think that's a conversation to be had. Like, I'm I'm sure 75% of fans are going to say, obviously, you like Mahomes better. It's like, um, 
it's like you know maybe I'm trying to think of a team that maybe has a quarterback that's good but a player who's maybe more popular um yeah I mean well the, the problem the problem with this example specifically is that quarterbacks just run that market and there's really nothing you can do about those prices if you want to get in at the top you got to pay quarterback prices and quarterback prices are extremely high but I like I said I do think that there's going to be people who come in and say well I like Stefan Diggs just as much as I like Josh Allen or you know I like um I, I DK Metcalf I think is an example of a, how I think cards can go but someone's gonna say that's maybe a Seattle fan that's like I like DK Metcalf just as much as I like Russell Wilson um I don't know. The Devontae Adams, I guess, could be another example, but I don't know if there's too many people who are like, yeah, I like Devontae Adams more than I like Rodgers, which even with – I just I, – football is so dangerous to me because, like, I think you look at – you look at the lifespan of a lot of the players in the league, and it's, it's just it's, – it's not long. Like, the average, which means for every 10-year veteran – that maybe was a first-round pick. I'm sure there's there's going to be a handful of busts, especially a quarterback. And like like uh, I mean, even Lamar, he's not even a bust. But like you look at what's happened to his cards, and they've cut like almost in half. And I think that we got cardboard commission troublemaker coming in coming into the chat has entered the chat. Um, I think you look at Lamar. And it's just wild to think, like, just because he's not having an M- MVP season, we got we got Gucci Greg from TikTok coming in. I love love that. Love hearing that. Phenomenal. From the for you page, hopefully coming from the straight from the for you page to my Instagram live. <laughs> but um, Lamar was an MVP last year. Cards were like twelve, fifteen hundred bucks during the offseason for a PSA ten. Which is wild because usually they go down in the off season. Lamar's continued to go up, kind of, but now his cards, like I was looking at them the other day, they're like six or seven hundred bucks for a PSA ten. So it's like they've cut almost in half. You know, it, it, that's not. To, I, I I don't know. It's 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 a very strange market. And I posted about that on TikTok, and I said quarterbacks very dangerous to invest in, and people were like. People are like, what do you mean it's dangerous to invest in? I'm like, what, what are we talking about? Because it was actually funny. The interaction was actually very funny because the person commented. It was like, how is quarterback the most dangerous position? I'm like, like, I forgot the exact context, but I was talking because I was talking about the um, Carson Wentz card, and I was like, it went from 800 to 200 in from the start of the year until now. That's dangerous, like. And, and then specifically, I think they were saying they were how is the how is it the most dangerous? And I was like, well, what about like Johnny Manziel and Andrew Luck and RG three? And I named like five or six top quarterbacks that were popular, were in cl- high picks, probably were very popular in sports cards. And the person just goes, well, I didn't invest in any of them. It's like, well, pff, I mean, come on, what are we? Like, so so you you could just say you're you're right, or just don't comment back at that point because it was just funny because like. I was I named off five examples of why quarterback is a dangerous position and, and they're like, Well, I didn't invest in any of those people. It's like, well, okay, yeah, I mean that's then then I guess you're I can't argue your point, I suppose. I can just continue to think what I think. Um 
So that actually is going to be going to be it for the second half of the live stream here. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming in and leaving questions in the chat. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening on Spotify or I, Spotify or iTunes or Apple Music, whatever they call it nowadays, thank you all. Um, make sure you go follow on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all those places. Thank you all. I will see you in the next one.